1: Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Block and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.
2: I have a daily sports betting show. We
1: couldn't live without Joe Oh, yeah. He's got a lot of Herbert Hoover in him. I got to tell you that one.
0: I still laugh about that more than I should. It was just the funniest gift of a text on the text line. Hey, guys, Joe Ostrowski looks like Herbert Hoover. I think it was Todd and Dwight, our favorite Browns fan. I hope he's doing okay. He's got
3: a little Herbert Hoover in him. And he's also got winners, I think, for people, or good ideas on how you should approach going with your sports betting weekend. He is Joe Ostrowski. He's a good man, and he's thorough. And you can catch him on BetQL. He does a great job there. And, of course, early odds here on The Score. What's up, Joseph? Joseph. Uh, In the younger days,
2: when the White Sox were relevant, it was A.J. Pruszynski, but now it's turned to Herbert Hoover. See what aging does to us.
0: Does that just mean you bleached your hair?
2: Oh, I had the the stupid part down the middle. It was the whole thing.
0: Oh, my word. I was not (laughs) expecting an actual admission. That's terrifying. Uh, It is. I guess since this was on my mind, we're going to talk about Championship Sunday, of course. But... Mm -hmm. I want to know if there's been any movement on NFL player awards too.
2: Okay. So yeah, I've been looking at these odds every week all season long, but the thing is after that last game, they take them down, but I do remember where we were as far as the favorites on, on any award. And Layla, the interesting thing is I think most of them, at least according to the odds were kind of decided, but I'm also not going too far with that because uh, you need to remember that a lot of these awards, the voting changed this year. You know, for the MVP for so long, it was, you just vote on one guy. This is going to be your winner, one vote. Now you've got to rank them, and they have a point system. So it's going to be a little little different. I, once the uh, voting comes out, I'm curious to see, are there any guys, any players that win awards that didn't have the most first-place votes? Because that, that's a possibility now that they've changed things up.
0: Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I just felt like after what, you know, I know that they close at a certain time, but after what we saw, I don't know if like any post discussion comes out or not before the actual award gives, but still.
2: So it, it, the ones that I think are decided that seem to be, especially at the end, Lamar took over. it It's going to be Lamar as a two-time, MVP. That'll be the last award coming up on that Thursday night. And that, that's what everybody's expecting at this point. As far as the finalists, I think it was nice. Christian McCaffrey got a mention there. Um, some of the other guys, Brock Purdy, but they don't have a chance the way Lamar ended up closing out the season. For offense player, it was a two-player race all year long. And in the end, I think it's going to be Christian McCaffrey. It was between McCaffrey and Tyreek the majority of the season. Offensive rookie is fascinating because Puka broke every receiver record for a rookie and he's not going to win the award. It just looks like it's going to be CJ Stroud. He missed a little bit of time at the end, but the numbers were so overwhelming. Um, Our friend Paul Aspen is in deep on this one. He's going to sweat this one big time. Comeback player of the year. The odds say it's going to be DeMar Hamlin, but there were different quarterbacks that were popping up at, at the end of the season. It was Joe Flacco. Did Gardner Minshew
3: pop up at any point? No, it was Flacco.
2: uh, Baker got some run. Yeah, I was curious about
0: Baker for sure. Stafford,
2: uh, Tua, because going into the year it was, oh yeah, Tua's good, but he's not going to play the entire season. Well, he played the entire season, uh, but he wasn't really mentioned. And then, you know, for voters, they've got to compare that to a real life story And, and, Miraculous one. DeMar Hamlin like almost died on the field, and then he ended up playing. He played a little, but he still ended up playing. I felt like that was done once he got onto the field. And then I guess one that stands out is Coach of the Year. So Stefanski ended up being the big favorite because playoff team, five seed, used four different quarterbacks. They had something working with uh, the last quarterback and Flacco lose Nick Chubb early in the season. It was just one thing after another and they still were fantastic. And I'd say the one that's up in the air guys is defensive player of the year. I have no idea. I have no idea. There isn't any one category, but okay, this is sack guy. He's clearly the best. It feels like it's down to three guys.
3: It could be Garrett. It could be Parsons. It could be TJ. Watt. It felt, it sounded like that. It felt like that what we were seeing is a lot of people saying that, that Miles Garrett was the guy, and then, of course, not that the, the injury should take him out of it, but T.J. Watt getting injured, it felt like there was a lot of smoke that just kind of dissipated with him after that happened. I've been feeling like it's going to be be Miles for the whole time, but maybe I'm wrong. I
2: think it's going to be Garrett. I think you're right, and the deciding factor will probably be Okay, Watt, great year, great numbers, just like always. He's already won the award. Steelers weren't a great defense this year. Um, Cowboys, really good defense. Not sure that they were on that great level. Um, And Parsons, he was probably expected to get more sacks than he ended up with. So I think you're right. Like over the course of the year, Garrett was on the much better defense, and we saw him take over games.
3: So let's talk about this weekend. Let's start with the AFC game first. Sure. What's interesting to you inside of that game?
2: That sharp bettors have moved this number from three and a half to four. It was three very early in the week for a short period of time, and now we're at four. They're, they all seem to be on the Ravens. The... The betting angle, if you talk to a numbers person that just breaks down the matchups and the numbers of these teams with, with a large sample size of so many games at this point, they'll tell you that this number should be higher. That the only reason it's three and a half or four is because of Patrick Mahomes as an underdog. It's a great, great record. Did it again last week. He's an underdog against the Bills. They end up winning the game. There's been 11 games in Mahomes' career. He's been an underdog. He is 9-1-1 one one against the spread. Jeez, He's won eight of the 11 games straight up. Underdog to win the game, they win the game eight out of 11 times. Uh, so that's fascinating. Matchup-wise, the Ravens are the number one run-heavy offense in the NFL, and that's where the Chiefs really struggle. Their defense is good against the pass but they cannot stop the run. So the expectation is that's what the Ravens are going to do. And we saw Lamar run it a lot more last week than we have pretty much all season ran for hundred yards, two rushing touchdowns. And when you look at mobile quarterbacks in the playoffs, guys, they end up running it a lot more when everything's online in the, in the postseason. So Lamar rushing touchdown, Lamar rushing yards, very popular, bet. Uh that part's interesting. And also, You know, the Chiefs, a lot of people are taking a look at the offense and thinking, oh, they flipped the switch, right? It's playoff time. They're doing great now. I would push back on that a little bit. Yes, they are scoring more. They had a lot of struggles in the regular season. But look at the teams they played. They played Buffalo off five days of rest compared to seven for themselves. Uh, The Bills were missing four key starters. And in the first playoff game, the Miami Dolphins, they were missing six defensive starters in that, in that game. So been a couple soft matchups. It's going to be a tough one against this Ravens defense.
3: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
3: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app, Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
0: I, I think the Ravens win. I don't know. I do too. I just yeah. do. like. I think
2: they cover, you think they win by at least four?
0: That's that's the rub, right? That's trying to yeah. figure it out. Uh, it's so wild to like I to 3 cuz that's the classic NFL difference, you know what I mean? So
3: betting against Patrick Mahomes just seems stupid.
0: Statistically, it proves to be a bad idea. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: But it's I'm leaning into in my
0: bad ideas. <laughs> Twenty twenty-four. Let's do it. Let's lean su- in. I said support more in twenty-four, and that includes me and my bad idea today. But after the performance the, Ra- uh, the Ravens had, I just it was it was a little close for like a minute against the Texans, and then they just turned into like domination mode. And I don't know how much last week is going to take out of Kansas City. They're they're battle tested, that's for sure. But mm-hmm. Ravens just look like they were in cruise control.
2: Yeah, so the the interesting angle with that game is what D'Amico Ryan decided to do in the first half. He doesn't send pressure that much. And then last week, he sent Lamar the, the highest blitz rate he's ever seen. 71% of the time, they were coming. And then they made their adjustments, and in the second half, the Ravens took off. The one other big reason I, I go Baltimore in this one is look at what they've done against – top competition this year. Like we're used to laughing at teams like the Cowboys and the Dolphins. Oh, when they play good teams are terrible. They're a bunch of bump slayers, right? But with the Ravens, when they play title contenders, that's when they play their best ball. They swept the Texans outscoring them 59 to 19 in their two games. They smashed the lions this year. 38 to six. Remember they destroyed the, the Niners by a couple of scores late in the year. They put 56 up on Miami. It's this is when they're playing their best. So uh, yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons I'm on the Ravens in this spot. How do you feel
3: about the NFC title
2: game? NFC. There's another game. The lines going up. Most places are at seven, but now it's starting to get to seven and a half. in A lot of spots. All right, the uh this Lions defense is just pathetic. Like how are they here? How how did this happen? Well, it happens when Jared Goff gets a controlled environment in back-to-back games and that's that's what they did. They put themselves in that position. They got a couple of home games um beating the Bucks and the Rams. Good on them. They were outgained in both games. They gave up over 400 yards in those two games. They yeah. they allowed the second most yards per game throughout the season. And that's what I keep going back to is Shanahan's offense going to struggle again, like they did against the Packers this week. The difference is the conditions look perfect guys. So does that help golf more or does it help purdy? I think it helps purdy because I guess we've learned this guy can't play in the rain. It's a smaller sample, but he has really had a lot of issues like he did last week. It's, it's sounding like 70 degrees, perfect conditions and I think that's going to help the San Francisco offense uh, going up against Detroit. The Debo question is certainly fair. We don't know if he's going to be out there. If he's out there, is he going to be a decoy or what? And there and there are some numbers that people have been pointing out. Like, look, when Debo's out there and finishes the game, they're twelve and one. But when he hasn't, or he gets injured during the game, or is out, they're one and four straight up, zero oh, and five against the spread. But the other part of that stat that people don't bring up is those games Debo missed Trent Williams also wasn't out there so you're missing maybe your two best players on the team you know aside from maybe Christian McCaffrey in in those games so that is certainly part of that sample size but I, I like San Francisco a lot just matchup wise I there's a blowout possibility as far as I'm concerned and that's why the point spread is
3: seven points Joe, as always, we thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it. Have fun on Championship Sunday. Thanks, guys. You do the same. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?